Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Uh, DGS Live, uh, KMOX, we are at Hardy's 501 Mid-Rivers Mall Drive, about half a mile uh, off of Highway 70. Are we out of shirts? We have some more shirts? We have a few left. We have a few left. And uh, we are at about $4,100. We're trying to get to to $5,000, which will put us at $70,000, which will put us at about $575,000 total over the six years. Uh, This campaign runs through Monday evening. So if you can't make it out, uh, you can come by any of the Hardee's within the sound of my voice. They'll ask you to give an extra buck for Operation Food Search. Uh, You can uh, give uh, five, ten. 20, 100, whatever you want. They're really good at Hardee's. They can run it right through the cash register and it all stays separate. You can round up if you'd rather do that. I'm a big fan of the roundup. Or you can go online at operationfoodsearch.org and there's a little comment section. Just put DGS and uh, that's going to go to our total. Okay, so we're here for one more hour. Come on by and see us. Met a lot of really nice people so far. Really, really, truly. Not just saying that. Really nice people. Very uh, very generous people. One guy asked Judy how much to support a child for the whole year. She said $250. He took it out of his pocket in cash. Nice. Handed it to her. Uh, someone gave $100. If I would say some dude just dropped off a $100 donation for you, uh, Bob Chitwood. So uh, thank you, Bob. Whatever you did. Got us a hundred bucks. Uh, Stairway to Kevin, what do you got? All right, uh, we haven't done it, done anything new, and we haven't done it. I figure like today's kind of like a throwback day. I mean, we got to do some alien stuff. Okay, yeah, do it. All right, so did, uh, you guys know we've talked about this a lot. I'm in the. I got to see it before I'm going to believe it. But did you guys see the that on News Nation just the other day, a retired Rear Admiral said that the whistleblower David Grush, everything he's saying is true. Really? This is so. It's the Rear Admiral Tim Galladay, who um, obviously ascended pretty high into the Navy, has said, and, and his exact quote was, I, "I just read this to you." So he told News Nation that based on his own experience, the stories that the whistleblower—that's David Grusha, we've talked about before—are are absolutely true. And he said, "Quote: The planet has been visited by entities he describes as non-human." He said he absolutely believes non-human intelligent beings are real. This is a rear admiral in the United States Navy. Not a dude, not an anonymous whistleblower, not me, not Alex Jones. I never thought I would ever see a day where I would see somebody of that level go in public with their name and say, yep, this is real. I mean, we talk about that part all the time, like this whole process has been slow or whatever. Why do you guys think that that is now? Like, why do you think that people have? Because you know, David Grush is a guy who worked in this in this 
field, right? And he's an, in, quote, insider, and he's a whistleblower, but he's nobody. He's just a guy. Like, nobody. But it's a rear admiral. And we have congressmen and women that are now pushing this, you know, with – and Chuck Schumer's behind it. Like, big people are behind it. Why? Why, why now with the big names? It's a good question. Because it's, um, it's always been a taboo topic. Like, nobody's serious. If you were a serious person, Avi Loeb, I mean, that's a serious person. Yeah. Like, serious people would never touch this before. I think probably the big thing is you can only keep a secret so long. And the, the government, if it's all true, and I, I believe it is, uh, has kept this secret for the better part of 70 years. Like, that's a pretty damn long time to keep a secret, especially for our government. Um, and I think it's just a matter of time until the secrets come out. I think also uh, there's probably some resentment on the part of people like uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and a rear admiral who don't know exactly what's going on. Uh, people like that don't like to not be in the know. And when they're told no by these shadow people, whoever they are, I think they get a little pissy and they say like, hey, if, you're, if you want to play hardball, let's play hardball. I also think that, I don't know. I, I mean, one of, one of these three things are true. It's all false, and we just like talking about it, and we're making something into something that's really, truly nothing. And there are, If there are aliens, we're way too far away from them. They've never been here. Right. They've never crashed. Right. We've never recovered it. Okay, that's one option. The other option is that we've recovered these craft. But we don't have much of an idea what it is. The third option is there are uh, conspiracy theories that Eisenhower met with aliens. And they tried to broker a deal, and they did. They offered this in, in exchange for us uh, foregoing our nuclear program, and Eisenhower said no. One of those three things are true. It's not true at all. It's true, but we don't, we don't know anything near what we claim to know. Or they know a lot, and they're just keeping it from us. Which of those three do you think is most likely? I think it's we don't know what's going on, the second one. Because, I mean, to me, that's really the only reason for so many people to be coming out and and talking about it openly now is they know something's going to leak. They know it's a matter of time. I mean, I think that they're here. I mean, I do. I think that we're going to sooner rather than later have contact of some kind. But I think there are certain people getting out ahead of it and going like, okay, I want to be like marked down as having talked about it positively. But I think ultimately like we don't understand the technology. We don't understand what's going on. So that's why it's been a secret for as long as it has. I I don't think there's any conspiracy as in COVID was engineered or anything like that. However, I think that, what we've been through in the past few years with COVID and insurrections and uh, House speakers ousted and all the stuff we've been through, if ever people were ready to hear that aliens are real, it's now. I don't even think it would make that big of an impression. Well, we're, we're basically hearing UFOs are real. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the government right. put it out. Right. right. So, but you're not getting a huge public reaction. No. That. Like, that's a, what Wheels is saying, kind of, is like, why aren't people, why aren't we out, like, screaming at the sky, like, show I us think what's we're going desensitized. On? I, exactly. We're ready I think, to go. We're, I, I think we're just busy with our own lives. So, you hear that and you're like, huh, how about that? And you just kind of yep. go on with the rest of your day. It's, is it weird at all, though? Like, because I still think, even when I see this, and again, this is a rear admiral saying this is what my experience was. And he actually told the story, too. Like, he got information, like, classified information that he saw, 
and then it disappeared from his computer. Somebody erased it. Mm-hmm. Who gets access to the computer of a rear admiral? Well, obviously somebody with, you know, super. But even with all this, I'm still like, I don't know. I kind of need to see it. <laughs> no, and that's <laughs> like, fair. Not, not that I, I do believe the pilots are telling the truth, right? I mean, I, they're seeing something. They caught it. It's, it's on the instrumentation. That part, no dispute. The question is, what? Mm-hmm. What, did you, what are you seeing? What I have are to you... believe, though, that if it were Russian or Chinese, which are the, two, the only two countries I can imagine that could have a chance of building something like that, it's, if it's not us, that if it were Russia, they would be using it. If it were China, given their terrible economic uh, position, they would be using it. If they had technology that could do all these things, we would have seen it by now. What's more likely to you guys, because I know where I fall on this, that it's one of them. Now, I saw this pointed out recently, and I don't remember exact numbers, but what we have spent on our defense budget for like the last 50 years, China has just gotten to that level in the last couple years. So it, the yeah. likelihood of them being way ahead of us is pretty small. I agree with that. Right? They have numbers. They have people. They have smart people. But they're behind the curve on us when it comes to defense spending. I have a couple interesting stories here. Uh, scientists at the SETI Institute, which uh, oh, was established yeah. to search for yeah. extraterrestrials, uh, have reported – this is real news uh, – reported that they had a full conversation with a humpback whale using recordings played on underwater speakers. Yes. Uh, It doesn't go into any detail what they said, but they had some sort of communication that they say was a conversation with a humpback whale. Yeah. Um, Also, in the last few years, we've had different doctors and scientists come out and say, that oh, we're so close to a mind-reading apparatus. And I just saw one actually being used where the person was thinking thoughts. And it was showing up as written script. Oh, man. And they are at 40% accuracy. And they're trying to get to 90. Even 5% accuracy that you just think something and it types out on a computer screen. Now, I'm not in favor of that because I got stuff to hide. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want anyone putting one of those sock caps on me and asking questions. I wonder if you have to, like, concentrate real hard. It didn't look like it. Like, the guy was just, they were like, okay, think anything you want. And he started, he just sat there, and then it gave the script, and he was like, well, here's what I was thinking, and it was really close to that. I like you. I don't, I don't like that one. I don't either. But I do like the whale one. Did you guys read it all into the whale one? No. What, they, what they were they feel, talking about? So they feel like they think they have discovered the whale version of vowels. Okay. That they have a consistent, repeatable set of sounds that they make that would be the equivalent of vowels in human language. They haven't figured it all out yet, but like that's crazy. Yeah. What if they're What if they are that smart? We're gonna have a lot of explaining to do to chickens. I mean, like if we start to figure out that, and and now look, whales, dolphins—they are, I think, demonstrably more intelligent, or at least the way we perceive intelligence, more intelligent than some other species of animals. But what did you figure that out? One time when Phoebe like was about smart. Phoebe was about five, and we were walking around the lake, and she goes, uh, "Dad, can you imagine just waking up in a field full of all the chickens you've eaten?" And I was like, "God, <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> That's horrifying." <laughs> no, and they're Would all they just, hold you and, if, and if God's a chicken, how screwed am I? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a nugget like that. <laughs> 
we are uh, really close to our goal. Any updates here, Judy? We still... 4300 So we're $700 away. Uh, $250 will buy a child lunch. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the weekend food along with their siblings. So if you would like to do something that's very um, trackable, if you would like to do something for your family, and I know it's rough times out there, I get it, but uh, if you want to make a donation of $250 and put down the Glover family, the Wheeler family, the Zimmerman family, uh, we would love to give you the credit for that. Uh, we, it, it's anonymous. Uh, Judy won't even share it with me, which is totally fine. But on day one of this, we had a loyal DGS listener give $25,000. Uh, absolutely amazing. Over my 23, going on 24 years I've been doing this, a few things have stood out. My relationship with the veterans and the military, my relationship with kids groups, and you guys uh, never letting me down. Not a single time. Not once over the quarter of a century have I asked you to support a cause that you did not support. And you didn't just blow me away with your generosity. You can go on operationfoodsearch.org and then put in DGS and that will be added to the total. We're here until 5 p.m. I feel really good that we're going to make it to 5,000, but remember the campaign goes through Monday evening. So we're back on DGS. Dave pointed at me and said to start talking, so I figured that's what I do. That's <laughs> one thing I do pretty easily about everything is start talking. And go. And go. So we're, I mean, we're at Hardy's at Mid-Rivers Mall Drive. Um, we're getting, did, did we pass our goal? I, th- I believe did we, we just, just did. did. Yes. So we're over 70,000 for the drive, and uh, this is cool, man. Like, I think this is the third time I've been at one of the Hardee's things uh, mm-hmm. since being around. And it gets cooler every year, right? Because you start to recognize the faces. At yeah. first, I'm, you know, like I joked earlier, like I, I'm the new boyfriend coming to the family reunion. I don't know anybody. And I'll see You're anybody, my boyfriend. But, well, I mean, that was the point, right? That's why, uh, that's why you set it up so we sit next to each other. I've been waiting for this one. Yeah. I've been looking for my girl. Uh, <laughs> so we are now over uh, $70,000. Uh, Rama and uh, Lakshmi, every year, their family donate big, and we mm-hmm. wait for her to come in. <laughs> as soon as I saw her, I was like, And I said, right. she's been in the parking lot for three hours waiting to make an entrance. <laughs> and uh, they didn't let us down. $1,500. Oh, Thank my you. gosh. Thank so you so much. much. That's awesome. So kind. That puts Don't you a cry, bit Dave. Too. I see. I'm going to cry. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yep. Plus, my boy Tom Nash brought me a rake. I know. This is so <laughs> cool. This I'm is a, a nice rake. This is a nice rake. It's a really nice rake. From Ace yeah. Hardware? Yeah. On. I'm going to use that to shovel the snow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> that one might actually do it. Oh, man. Don't so, cry. Stop. So you're about- You stop. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're the one crying. <laughs> I'm not a big baby. You're the the giant baby. Why don't you just (laughs) take your diaper off? (laughs) That got a little weird. Yeah, Yeah, very weird. Way to go, Dave. Got a little weird. That's all right. Weird is the best way to avoid tears, right? Oh, boy. If you go weird, then you can't be, like, sad or, or well, not sad, sad, sad. I like also, happy. I'm embarrassed because I keep laughing, and I'm, like, blowing air directly into the mic, like, <laughs> like Tom kept making me go, like, <laughs> Hey, it's almost 4.30. That's when we leave. Uh, is it? Oh, oh hey, Steve. Steve. Steve's here. We can't leave. <laughs> we have to stay. He's like, no, sir. <laughs> I mean, we hit the 70 mark. What more does this man want from us? All right, and cue up a town called Christmas, and oh, we are out of God. Judy, come on over. <laughs> Grab the headset again. Put it on. Talk right into it. Um, okay, so this goes through the, the weekend. 
we're going to get to 75, but we're at 70. That was our goal. We're now at $573,000 over the course of the last six years for the DGS. Let's talk about $573,000. What has the DGS audience done? What does that do? Well, what it does, because we're magic, uh, we can, for meeting the immediate need, we can do $5,000,000. Seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars with that, my lord. And that's all from all the different ways that we acquire food, both buying food, uh, picking up food, working with all of our partners across the entire food system here locally, which is magnificent. We can't say enough. I mean, I was telling these guys bef- on a break that um, I was talking to some folks at Operation Food Search. What I was doing this afternoon and. They'd started in January, and I just said, this is what we've done, and we've raised $503,000 in the last five years. And they were just like, what? (laughs) But it's all of you. It's every one of you being just so generous, and especially this time of year when we have um, the bounty of the season, Mm -hmm. and it's a really wonderful way to be able to provide, especially for kids and for families, a peace of mind more than anything else. It goes beyond the food, but the peace of mind for the rest of the school year and moving into next school year. You know, and it's not just for the kids because, uh, gosh, was it uh, my first year in radio, so 2000, and I had kind of left behind uh, being a lawyer, but I wasn't making any money in, in uh, radio yet, literally. They hadn't paid me. And I didn't have enough money to buy Christmas for Nick. And I tried to take back one of those alabaster chess sets to Zarfus luggage where it didn't come from. And the guy was like, dude, I see what you're trying to do. I wish I could help you out. We don't, we don't even sell these. I was just desperate. And I forget what I did. I'm sorry I like knocked over a QT or something. But I managed to buy Nick some presents. But I was facing not being able to buy my kid Christmas. Like, for the kids... It's obvious for the parents, though, just the embarrassment and the, you know, feeling terrible. You're saving them from feeling that. Exactly. That's important. Exactly. Because when we talk about all of the work that we do, it's not only um, for the right now, but it's really for down the road. And the ripple effect. It is in such a big way. And what we also talk about is that it's we're it's an economic benefit that we're doing that all yeah. of us collectively are doing here. Because we're providing um, for better school outcomes, more peaceful schools, better attendance. Uh, it's, a, it's an improved workforce. Yeah. You, like you were probably not a great worker going in the next day after that, after doing that. No. Um, no. Like everyone would be a wreck and hungry and tired and stressed. That's right. Um, we have a more readily available and um, more prepared military than someone who's come from food insecurity and all the toxic stress and trauma from that. Yeah. So it just, it's a ripple effect that... Not even to mention the social fabric of our culture that we have here in St. Louis. And we are just, I'm so proud of our region. There's so much negativity that goes on. But we are one of the top five markets in the United States in generosity. And we see this every day. Whenever anyone's crabby and really down, I'm like, I wish you could come to Operation Food Service yeah. every day. Because we have a remarkably happy place. We're filled with hope and um, full steam ahead with a lot of great ideas. The thing that I love about us is we're an independent charity. We're not a local chapter of a national nonprofit. So when we see opportunities, we can go for them. And it's because of all of the DGS show um, fans that we are able to. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome back, guys. DJS 439. We are broadcasting live from the Hardys out on Mid-Rivers Mall Drive, 501 Mid-Rivers Mall Drive. Uh, we're in the home stretch now. Uh, we are out at 5 p.m. We set a goal to hit $70,000 today. And Judy, where are we now? Do we have a... Okay. 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 So like 7,200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, $72,000. And I'm confident that you guys will get to 75 at least because you have between now and Monday close of business to add to this. And uh, a few special thank yous. Thank you to everyone who came out. Like Rach said, she knows me well. She's like, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> and uh, I didn't sleep last night. It's my last show of the year. Uh, so I'm definitely going to cry. Um, Thanks to Tom. That was so great. Yeah. Tom Terbrock. Uh, my son, Nick, Tom's his godfather, and Phoebe's sent me the nicest. He's like, I, I said my car and listened to the whole thing. That was yeah. so cool for people who are like long-term DGS fans. Uh, obviously, we couldn't do it without Hardee's and our buddy Tony's here from Hardee's. Um, thank you. I mean, this is how many years for you guys? I think we figured out 15 or 16 yeah. uh, years. I just set my 20-year mark, so I've seen it evolve through the years. And we were just so blessed to be part of it. It's so fun to tell a new employee what Operation Food Search is and what it does. And when they get involved and they get behind it, the sky's the limit, right? Yeah. So it's it's been a true honor to be part of it yeah. the whole time. Well, thanks for including us. So, And you guys, I said, so how's the season been for you? And it's been tremendous. It's been absolutely amazing. Uh you know, we listen to our guests on Facebook. We see it all the time. And, you know, about six weeks ago, the cinnamon raisin biscuits came back. And in six weeks, we sold over 3 million cinnamon raisin biscuits as an organization. That's so crazy. Most stores locally will be out this weekend. Yeah. And please give grace to the people behind the counter. It's not their fault. Right. You know, we just have to regroup as an organization. But, 
you know, we got bacon, bacon everything, right? <laughs> now we got this candied bacon uh, biscuit and Frisco burger. So we take bacon and we put candy on top of it. And I think wheels had one. Wheels had uh, one for lunch today. Yeah, it was it was just one. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be two, but I couldn't do it. it be two, the and this, this uh, store in particular has done very well. Absolutely. This surrounding area supports Mid River's location. Katie and her team do a phenomenal job. You come in here on a Saturday morning, it's our busiest store here locally. Yeah. And uh, they just do a great job. So next week we have chicken wrap starting. Uh, you can get it with uh, honey mustard sauce or ranch, or we're going to continue to do Nashville seasoning on top. Okay. Uh, so you got some opportunity there, a little bit of value coming in. Uh, right before Christmas, and, uh, you know, we're just so blessed to be part of this every year with Judy and you guys and the Dave Glover uh, fans. Uh, you know, let's... Uh, cool people, aren't they? They're pretty, pretty great people. Yeah. You know, Hardy's family, let's let's push it over 75000 Let's do. Weekend. You know, like Dave said, if you missed it earlier in the show, take your kid through drive through Take your kid inside. Explain why you're giving them that dollar donation. Generosity goes so far. And if we can, we can show that to the young Right. Age, it's just going to keep going and going and going. Absolutely. Um, will when you guys retool, will the biscuits be back? I got every finger crossed. I, okay. <laughs> I, okay. I mean, it's me just, too. I it love goes this. A, it goes a long way. Uh, so if you can't get those, get the French toast sticks. Those, yeah. those are pretty great. Yeah. yeah, they're still here, so you can yeah. them tomorrow. Those so. are pretty great. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tony. Thank really, you really appreciate it. Uh, what do you guys got? You want to do what some, do you want to do? You want to do some audio? Some audio? I would love to do some Let's audio. do some audio. Let's go. Uh, we can start with mine, Andrew. So there's a mom who has taken to social media. She's kind of like a mom influencer. And she has taken to social media to talk about how she is done with Peppa Pig and her kids. Because ah. she thinks Peppa Pig is a terrible influence on her children. This is part of her post. She said, Peppa Pig is rude. There's no two ways about it. She has a big attitude problem. And I don't like the way she speaks to her family and friends. I cringe at her tone and the things she says and children are impressionable they copy what they see and hear i know when they're consciously copying something they've heard then subconsciously their young sponge-like minds have taken in much more and she goes on to talk about how her dad in particular gets picked on for his size i guess uh father pig or yeah. Papa pig whatever his name is is a large gentleman and i'm thinking well how bad is it really i took to youtube to try to find some examples of peppa pig being a brat and i i have an example here his tummy is just like a mountain castle. You're silly, Daddy. Your tummy is too big. You've got a big tummy, Daddy. Is there a baby in there? Oh, I'm with you. Daddy, you're too big to go down the slide. Daddy, your tummy is too big to go under the pop. I mean, that's just like a short clip. This The video I found was like 14 minutes long of all of Peppa Pig's disrespect. And that was just a small sampling of what she has for her father. So I, I tend to support this mom who is uh, banning her children from watching Peppa Pig ever again. I've always found British pigs to be the most uppity of pigs. <laughs> uh, I've been around a lot of kids, even including before Peppa Pig, and that's how kids are. <laughs> yeah. Just say what's on their mind. I don't think... Like, I mean... Betty, your tummy is too big. Peppa Pig didn't exist when my kid was little. She still said stuff like that. Really? And she's like the quietest, most polite little kid. Imagine me at that age. I, I've tried. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like people don't remember what kids are actually like when you just let them be kids. Yeah, but don't you think that, like, if you don't want your kids to be like that, you don't want to reinforce it by, like, check out what Peppa's doing and then Peppa's being mad disrespectful? I I see a lot of videos on TikTok of little kids swearing. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not because of Peppa Pig. What are you watching? That's I think they're no. You can't see, you're, you're watching videos of kids swearing. It's funny when a little two-year-old swears. <laughs> kind of creepy. But He's where are typing you think, it into the search. Here's what yeah, I, what do you search for? You there? Here's what I'm saying. I don't search anything. The algorithm knows. It's even worse. Kids, you know what this guy's gonna like? A little kid, kid saying the f word. Kids <laughs> learn most of those terrible things from their parents. That is true. Yeah. They do not learn most terrible things from Peppa Pig. Yeah. Phoebe didn't need Peppa Pig to learn stuff like that. <laughs> it is funny, though, like how brash Peppa truly is. Like, I just completely missed that. And then my nieces don't really watch Peppa. So I, I, I'm I, just outside of that whole, you know, discourse around Peppa Pig. But looking up that the video and seeing how bad it was, it was like, dang, this is, they're not lying. It's more audio? Sure. Uh, uh, we, let's we, see, Andrew, do we have? We uh, might actually, we might want to take a break and then come back and maybe. Oh. Hey, you're not the boss of us, Andrew. I'm just, I'm just saying, we can do whatever you want. We can do whatever you want. I'm just saying. We said audio. Make it happen. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. DGS, uh, just about three minutes left in the show here. Thanks to everyone who came by. Thanks to everyone who stayed. Uh, really, really cool. Thanks to Andrew. Didn't get to come out today. I know. I That's wish you were here. Man. Yeah. We missed you, buddy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> He's the best in the business. So sad. Yeah, he really did. He wanted to be here. It was like a Christmas special, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That was a little Charlie Brown. Say, it's so cool seeing everybody and the amount of listeners who come out year after year to this event is very heartwarming yeah. and very nice. It really is. I can't tell you how many people just walked up and gave me a $100 bill. You know? I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I know time of year, great cause and all that, but still. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty big. There's thing. never an easy time to give someone a hundred dollar bill. No, it's right. really nice. No. Well, especially this year, you know, you just keep seeing like study after study and story after story that giving is down because mm-hmm. the, you know, inflation is the way it is, and people just don't have the disposable income they had a year ago or two years ago. So the fact that our audience is still giving at a time like this is like yeah, really really special. So preview the rest of the year for the listeners. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of me. A lot of wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here next week, too. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're next week um, I think Derek Gould might come hang out for a little bit. Very cool. Which I'm excited for. We're going to do a little him. bit of baseball, but he, he's willing to just, like, be DGS for a little very, while, too. So he might cool. hang out with us for an hour, kind of like we do with Matt Foley. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we have any big plans? I don't think so. I think we're just going to... Have a party, you yeah. know, it's the end of the year. I, I always look forward to this week because it's it's just different than the rest of the year. I mean, it's it's just a different vibe, but yeah. we're still going to have fun and it's still going to be the DGS. I think so. the theme's going to be fun because yeah. not a lot of news yeah. right, right. before yeah. Christmas and all that. So we can go Don't around music. Sports. And then the week in between the holidays, Hancock and Kelly will be sitting in with us, which they always have a really good time. And uh, those guys couldn't be better or nicer to us. Uh, do, do we have a final final for the day? Okay, so we uh, broke the 70. Uh, I think, I, I agree with Tony. I think you guys are going to beat even 75 because you have three days. You have, you have today and Saturday and Sunday and Monday, so four, four, three and a half days there. Uh, thanks to everyone who came out. Thanks to everyone who, uh, who gave online. You can continue to do that at operationfoodsearch.org. You just put DGS in the comment section. Uh, thanks to you guys. It's been a great year. Yeah, it has been. Merry Christmas, buddy. Thanks, Wheels. We'll see you in the new year, Dave. Love everybody. Going to take a break and uh, back with Total Information PM.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.